Hello, and welcome to the Second Scene Podcast. I am your humble host, Michael, formerly known as Michael Cohen, but we all know what happened to that name, so I'm going to be like Prince or Madonna for a little while. Second Scene is the brainchild of the nonprofit organization Dweebs Global, founded by three amazing people, Isfari, Jenanine, and Nathan. Isfari and Jenanine are sisters, and two names I will never say correctly, but if it's one thing you'll become keenly aware of throughout this podcast is that I, I don't say anyone's name correctly. I was never even good at saying Cohen, 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 Cohen. Anyway, it's another reason I just go by Michael. Dweebs Global is amazing. Their mission is to increase happiness and decrease suffering and pain, and they do this through their mentorship program. They currently have over 300 mentors, and they're in over 15 countries. If you'd like to volunteer as a mentor, please go to dweebsglobal.org. Or if you need advice on anything from creating your first resume to navigating your mental well-being, then they are there for you. And can't we all use a little help with our mental well-being, especially after spending the last six months with almost no place to go? Now that I haven't even told you what Second Scene is, here we go. It's a podcast where I interview people you know about things they are not known for. For example a successful model that is also a biochem master, a senator that also writes crime novels, an author that is also a jujitsu artist and coach, an actor that is secretly passionate about raising wild birds, and so on. So many of us have second scenes that no one knows about, and we want to have fun exploring those parts of life. So you might be wondering, who is Michael? Who am I? Who is this guy I am listening to, and why am I listening to him? Why did these incredibly smart and talented young ladies choose him to host this podcast? Well, that question is yet to be answered, and hopefully at some point we can have them on the show and find out why. I was lucky enough to meet them in an improv class a year or so back. It was a level one class at WIT DC, otherwise known as the Washington Improv Theater, which I highly recommend anyone check out, either online now or after COVID. Whether you're wanting to have some fun on stage, need to get over stage fright like I did, or just looking for an incredibly inclusive and supportive group, uh, you will definitely have fun and find it there. Little did Isvari and Jenny know, but for the first half of the eight-week session, I had already completed the full line of courses through level five, and a couple of advanced learning as well. I had been doing improv for a couple years at this point, and was just taking level one to feel good about myself, and uh, it worked. For those that are not aware, improv actually takes a lot of learned skill and technique. While I have never been overly confident with my improv, after moving back to level one, I was pretty pleased to see I had actually improved and things were actually sticking in this old brain of mine. What's that saying? Old dogs can't learn new tricks? Well, this old dog somehow managed to learn a few. A little about myself. I was born and raised just outside of Washington, DC. I was a computer nerd for most of high school, which at the time was pretty unheard of. I don't think most people had computers or really even knew what one was. After college, I moved to New York City to be closer to my brother and live out my wild side. And uh, boy, did I. Some of my time in the Big Apple was incredibly awesome, crazy, fulfilling, exciting. And I'm sure some of those stories will come out in full color during, during the podcast. But like most people, I had other parts of sadness, regret, and big mistakes. There are a lot of I'm sorry's I would like to spread, and maybe I'll get that chance through this podcast over time. I was, I was in New York during the dot-com bust. Those of you old enough to remember, it was really the last big stock market crash. 
I learned to program for the internet uh, when my brother and I dabbled in some website building that my mom and dad might not have been so proud of. But this, this somehow led me to program for an early internet company called iVillage. It billed itself as the largest online women's magazine. It wasn't making money, but boy, did it have big plans to, just like all the other internet companies at the time. Uh, the day it went public was also about the same time the dot-com crash started. I was given stock shares and was going to be a multi-millionaire, but that dream dissolved as quickly as it came. But we really did have a good time and tons of stories and, and tons of good friends there. Uh, I left before the big layoff started and I began a design firm called Syrup with two friends I had met at a party. They were pleased to find stoner programmer who was me and I was pleased to find two guys that seemed to know what they were doing. Through 2001, we became fairly well known in the design community and I'm pretty proud that we survived the big crash. I was still quite immature at the time and being completely honest with myself, which sucks sometimes, I didn't hold up my end of the team and, and sold my share of the company to the other partners. It was more complicated than that, but uh, we'll save the, the longer story for another day. We worked on everything from David Yerman, Aeropostel, Puma, and more. It was, it was quite the experience and memories I'll cherish for a lifetime. Uh, the remainder of my time in New York was spent using the money I made uh, selling the company and working on small film projects, something that was always a passion of mine, but a scene of life that never really was. So I, I then moved back to DC where I took over the family pawn shop. I own two of them now and actually really enjoy it. For those that do not know what a pawn shop is, it is a place for people to get small non-recourse loans. You have a piece of jewelry and you need $100. We loan against that piece of collateral and hold it until you can come back and pick up the item. I know the reputation of the shady shop taking stolen goods or taking advantage of their customers, but that is not what a modern pawn shop is. We are the worst place for a criminal to bring a stolen item since we report everything that comes into the store to the police daily. Uh, and customer service is our number one priority and super important to me. Uh, it's actually a very fulfilling place to work. We are people's therapists. We are their last line of support when they need it most. I describe it as a mix between a barbershop, a bar, and a bank. So check us out if you want to learn more. TopDollarPawnBrokers.com. Shameless plug. I, I also dabble in real estate with my brother-in-law in DC. I have a new hobby of 3D printing and electronic tinkering. And I had a short venture into owning a restaurant in New York City a year back. I can't say that went too well, but life is full of experiences. And without the failures, I wouldn't have any of the success. So lately I've been hosting a show called Baltimore Loves Talent on ABC. Uh, it's actually been tons of fun and really fulfilling having the chance to give local talent a place to share what they love to do. You can check out some of the amazing talent at BaltimoreLovesTalent.com. One more plug. I'm also married and have two awesomely energetic boys, ages eight and 10. They have changed my life significantly and COVID has somehow brought us closer. It has allowed me to spend a lot more time with them. We've taken up two things I never thought I would be doing, golfing and mountain biking. 7 a.m. and they are at my bedside asking dad to get up and go. You might be wondering where I'm going with all these side interests I keep talking about. Improv, real estate, talk show hosting, biking, and a handful more that have come and gone and come again and gone again. Uh, these are my second scenes. Living with second scenes means that I have so many different ways to have fun and enjoy what I'm doing. If I'm in a creative and funny mood, I can talk to my improv troupe, which I do at least once a week. Your favorite cookie is our name. 
If I'm in an entrepreneurial mood, I can work at my pawn shop or on real estate or dabble in something other interest that I have. And I'm not the only one. Chances are someone around you has a second scene that they're really passionate about. Maybe it's you with the second scene or a family member or friend. Either way, these are the topics that people don't usually talk about in a job interview, but are, are still fundamental to their lives. We came up with the term second scene because people's lives can be a lot like a play or an improv act. Your first scene is the one that everyone knows you for, where people pay you the attention, where you lay down your base. And the second one is where everyone falls asleep. No, I'm just kidding. It's, often it's the more entertaining one, but it's definitely not the one that people would talk about first when your name comes up. Second scenes can become first scenes. Right now I am Michael the pawn shop owner, but who knows, maybe one day I'll be Michael the podcaster or the improv artist or the mime. I don't know, I don't know why I said that. Um, I grew up thinking I didn't have an artistic side, but luckily I've taken a chance with some of my extra scenes. And I, I believe a lot of other people have as well, and we just don't know it. Well, we're a podcast, I'll, I'll describe what it is. We're a podcast that interviews the people you know about the things you don't know about them or the things that they are not known for. So if you know people who fit this description and think they would make a great podcast guest, please comment below. I look forward to seeing you at our first interview podcast where I speak with a woman with a very interesting second scene. She's walked the fashion runways in countries all around the world. In her second scene, she has become a biochemist master providing advice on healthy lifestyles. Sound interesting? I guarantee you it is. So check out our next episode and hit the subscribe button so that you're up to date on when new episodes are released. And now to end this episode the way films always do, and scene. Thank you.